Hi guys and welcome to the new podcast of Center for Digital Marketing and Communication. And today I have a very good friend of mine, Siddharth. Siddharth was my college junior and uh, we used to call him Humanity. He, I think he had the biggest collection of all kind of movies in Hoffman. I think that's, that's what I knew about him when we had last met eight or nine years back. So welcome Siddharth to the podcast. Thank you so much Abhishek and <laughs> yeah man, the, those were some like amazing times and good to be still known and remembered as humanity. <laughs> right. So Siddharth, why don't you tell our listeners about uh, your journey, what you have done, where have you reached uh, and when I say tell us about your journey, I ask all my uh, guests to start with the most masala put, as much masala as you want to put. And maybe start from your school days, schooling, and then build it up from there. So, sure. yeah, please go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, uh, just the normal kid uh, come from a very small town uh, in the east of the country, Jamshedpur. Uh, so, I did my schooling there, was probably in one of the most well-recognized schools uh, through Bonvitakus contest. It is uh, Loyola High School. And uh, so, yeah, transitioned uh, to commerce very quickly because I knew that, uh, I mean, even though I loved physics, probably chemistry and biology wasn't my cup of tea. So, and then, yeah, uh, did a degree in bachelor's in commerce, uh, went on to kind of uh, pursue a master's in journalism. That's where uh, we met as well on uh, the lovely campus in Symbiosis. And post which uh, I stuck to content, stuck to storytelling as such, and uh, was a business journalist for about three years, covering the media entertainment space. Uh, then quickly transitioned into a marketing communication strategist uh, in the entertainment field. And uh, then, yeah, something like uh, sparked a kind of a change. And I felt I can probably... Uh, explore international opportunities and that's what brought me to Canada, Toronto specifically. So I've been in Toronto for just over two years now and uh, been dabbling in digital marketing, specifically SEO for the last two years uh, with a focus in SEO. But I mean, yeah, apart from that, uh, I've always been fascinated with SEO, fascinated with digital marketing and marketing overall. Wow, what an amazing story, Siddharth, starting from Jamshedpur and moving to Canada now and and I think dabbling with multiple careers before landing into digital. So uh, as I say to all my listeners as well that digital is something which you don't need to have uh, a technical background. Lots of people talk about that you need to have a technical background. Siddharth, why don't you burst this myth that and in fact Siddharth is one of the most technical parts of digital marketing which is SEO. So tell, tell me about your uh, struggle with initially working with SEO and do you really think that a technical degree helps people into uh, getting into SEO or digital marketing? Uh, I mean, yeah, rightly put, man. Like, it's it's all about uh, understanding the tools, probably, because that is where the difficult aspect of things is. But then, like, how marketing functions and how, like, you perform, uh, like, research and analysis on, uh, like, reaching the right audience, I guess for that, you don't require tools. It's more about the mindset and also, like, having the end goal in your head. So, for me, it's always been about, like, uh, focus on storytelling and, like, just create a very organic uh, 
journey for any user who is probably just looking for something that they are in need of. And if you are able to kind of provide the value proposition through either your content, your product, your service, or even just your brand communication uh, as such, I guess you would be serving the right audience and with the and with the right knowledge at the right time. Mm -hmm. Right, Siddharth. So that one more uh, uh, quick question. Uh, nobody wants to, nobody dreams of becoming an SEO and website specialist when they are born. So what were your, uh, and I, I, I know you coming from a typical middle class family from Jamshedpur, where, so I mean, those people who don't know about Jamshedpur, Jamshedpur is, was uh, set up by Tata's and I think every second kids want to become an engineer and they, they plan to join Tata's. So what was your dream initially when, when you were in school, uh, Siddharth? <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually, uh, even Jamshedpur for that matter was a point of coincidence because, I mean, we were always in uh, Mumbai, but then like Jamshedpur being my birthplace and also since we had like a transition period when uh, we were in Singapore for a couple of years since uh, my dad had got to transfer there. And when we came back, we decided like uh, probably uh, Marathi is not something that I would be comfortable doing, like both me and my brother. Uh, so Mumbai was kind of ruled out then. And I we weren't really aware of many good CBSE or ICSE schools back then in Mumbai. Of uh, course, now there are plenty. So uh, that's what brought us to Jamshedpur and then yeah I mean uh, to your point uh, luckily no one from uh, my immediate family was in Tata so probably that wasn't the obvious, choi obvious choice uh, but then yeah uh, probably marketing and sales is something which has uh, kind of always uh, been in our hindsight because dad was in sales so he used to always talk about like different strategies that they are adopting in the, the technology sector and stuff so, but then I always knew that content is very special to me yeah. and like, I am very passionate about content, be it writing, be it storytelling, be it even like uh, narrating something. So that kind of uh, got me very inspired and I, I knew the fact that probably that is where I should be going. Yeah. So you can say that I found my calling pretty early. I was very clear in terms of, uh, creating value through uh, anything that I write or I say and probably I mean yeah SEO is the beginning of the journey for the story to be told and I, I made my way back to the beginning. Hmm. Hmm. Right so no no parental pressure on you and your brother to become a doctor or an engineer? No not not that I am aware of. <laughs> <laughs> no, because when I say I, I come from a family of doctors, my uh, paternal side is full of doctors and my maternal side is full of lawyers. So when I decided, and I am a hotel management graduate. So when I decided to do hotel management, uh, uh, in fact, that was the, I was the first person and they, they used to call me uh, Bavarchi, waiter, everything. <laughs> tried to stop me, but I said, no, I won't. And obviously there was no reason to do hotel management. It was just because I wanted to come to Mumbai. But right. uh, so a lot of people listening here, again, I think it's, it's a very uh, big example to, if there are some parents who are also listening or even those who are listening, when, when, when you turn into a parent, it's very important that you don't put pressure on your kids about their career choices let them grow and they will automatically find their own way. Completely agree, man. So, uh, Siddharth, when, I mean, I'm, I'm very sure initially when you got into SEO and the digital 
uh, there and since you have you come from a journalism background was there any uh, specific uh, skill set which you had to learn or how tough was the transition initially from moving from one field to another field uh i mean yeah pretty interesting and i get that a lot because i mean yeah i've i've worked across various industry verticals in various professional capacities but i guess uh like i mentioned earlier like the one thread that probably connects all of them is the aspect of storytelling hmm. so i i believe that in whatever role i performed in whichever vertical i was probably a good storyteller to kind of really enable the communication aspect of things as well as probably hitting the target in terms of uh, what the brand or uh, just in terms of uh, the reach that we were trying to kind of uh, cater towards but then yeah to to your point also it was definitely uh, tough in terms of like moving those industries as well as changing uh the professional skill sets that are required to kind of cater to those industries as well uh firstly i mean yeah i i believe uh i'm a big believer in learning so i've always like uh, looked for opportunities where there is a lot of learning involved and as well as uh, a lot of uh, collaborative work which is involved because i believe like again uh knowledge is something which is only grows when you share it so and i've always been open to kind of uh, uh like criticism on my work as long as it's constructive and positive and it's going to be enabling or facilitating change towards the right uh, objective so but yeah probably the toughest uh, skills or the toughest things uh, during the transitions was uh, adapting to the change uh, even though i feel that i'm very adaptive in terms of changing conditions yet sometimes you need to adapt to the team you need to adapt to the work culture you need to adapt to the way things have normally been done and before you kind of bring any about uh, any changes about you need to be like sure whether they would be accepted in the right way and the second part would be like uh, the technology stack so most organizations use different technologies to serve different needs so it's important that you kind of uh, take the time to learn those tools and kind of uh, be uh, not not a master but at least like you are aware of uh, using the tool in a way that can give you uh, positive results in terms of actually showing metric in terms of business impact that you are creating so i mean yeah those those are the few things that probably i can think of while going through those transitions right right so uh, sadat you you have been talking about uh, multiple technology stacks and how these integrate so what are some of the most common or maybe if you can tell our listeners about three or five technology and specifically to people who don't come from a technology background uh, what are those three or four skill sets or those technology tools which they should be comfortable or which they are going to get once they move to an organization which are the most common tools which which can help help them out sure so generally most organizations have a digital presence so which which would be on a website so and most of the websites are uh, either hosted on wordpress or probably those who are looking for much more flexibility in terms of the back end aspect of things they might be still on drupal or uh, maybe even like a few other options that are there in the market so probably being aware of uh, 
WordPress is definitely a beneficial aspect to have. Uh, second, I would say for social media, probably like uh, even like automation tools like HubSpot for scheduling or even Hootsuite for that matter would be good knowledge to possess. And of course, the individual platforms themselves uh, like Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram, probably those are the widely used uh, platforms. Uh, apart from that, if you are again, like looking at uh, emails, so then MailChimp and probably HubSpot again, like come to the picture where uh, you need to kind of be aware of those tools. And uh, I mean, yeah, those, those are some of the tools that I can think of. Uh, but apart from that, of course, I mean, yeah, there are plenty of tools out there uh, from the SEO aspect of things. I would say Moz, SEMrush, uh, Ahrefs, Mm-hmm. And uh, even for that matter, uh, like Uber Suggest, which is a free tool that uh, our, our friend Neil Patel has mm-hmm. offered to the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, those are some of the tools that probably you should uh, have your hands on. And if you're looking at doing technical SEO, then definitely Screaming Frog or even uh, something like a Botify or Bright Edge. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, these, these are again like very pretty expensive tools. So probably you start off small, uh, gain knowledge, and then probably you can have the acumen to kind of acquire those tools going forward. Right. So I think Uber suggest can be the, your starting point post that you can move to a Google AdWords planner. I think SEMrush also has certain, uh, certain features which are free, which you guys can use. So I think these are three or four initial tools which you can use. And obviously once you start working, you don't have to buy those tools, but start practicing because uh, once you start practicing on these free tools, the principles remain the same. Obviously, uh, the complexities increases, but the principle always remains the same there. Yeah, agreed. So, uh, uh, Siddharth, as you say that you are a storyteller, why don't you tell uh, uh, about your favorite storytellers? It, it, can be, it can be anybody. It can be a filmmaker, it can be a story writer, it can be a marketing guy, an advertising campaign. Who are your, who are your favorite storytellers whom you follow? Oh boy, <laughs> the list goes on and on and on. But uh, I mean, yeah, since you mentioned movies, so that's probably the closest to my heart as you already are aware, mm. uh, back from college. Mm. So I, I definitely like the way Quentin Tarantino uh, narrates or tells his stories and brings them to life. Uh, and for that matter, even uh, the usual uh, like uh, suspects like uh, Christopher Nolan, or Guy Ritchie, or even uh, Danny Boyle, for that matter. Mm. Like all of them are authors who are like, uh, have different styles of storytelling, but eventually like they find their audience as well. Mm. So I guess they do a fantabulous job in terms of uh, filmmaking uh, when it comes to that aspect. Uh, When it comes to marketing, probably the three people that I would like to kind of uh, call out here would be uh, from the SEO side of things, Neil Patel, definitely, because uh, I I mean, I know there would be a lot of haters out there and like probably who don't really like his content or what he does. Is it? I, I didn't know that people hate him also. I, I'm a big fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, there are quite a few haters. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah, for me, I think he's made SEO mainstream and like uh, very cool again. Like uh, Glamour is, he has given that glamour to SEO, which... No, which which lot of social media people think that's glamorous, but I think Neil Patel is the only guru who says SEO can also be glamorous. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, and he's 
really made his way out there because he's been putting himself out there as a guru. So to be marketed as one uh, takes uh, definitely a lot of courage and backing in terms of your credibility. So I, I definitely give a hats off to him. Uh, the other uh, visual storyteller I uh, generally call him is uh, Jay Shetty. So, I mean, and he has an amazing story and background to him and his life as well. Like uh, he was probably someone who like uh, had gone off to the hills and like uh, taken up like being a monk for a living. But then when he realized like he can actually create a lot more impact and uh, kind of uh, really give back to the community, that's when he started like doing a lot of uh, visual storytelling through videos and like becoming a motivational speaker. But then what what marketers need to learn is the way he tells those stories and the way he kind of uh, brings to life uh, the ideology behind those stories. So that is something that marketers can really learn from. And Again, coming to the content side of things, I guess Seth Godwin, uh, Seth Godin is like a, a great epitome for content marketing. And I mean, yeah, he's he's written uh, many a books. I think uh, Seth Godin is one which is which has clubbed uh, both the old school wisdom and new age technology. So he is the perfect amalgamation if you want to learn both the sides of, of marketing. Yeah, rightly said. And uh, yeah, one one of his books that I really like is uh, This is Marketing and You Can't Be Seen Until You Learn mm. to See. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, it's directly like a accessible way to get into his way of thinking. And I guess it's it's very interesting for people who want to kind of gain insight into how and why we buy things and or how our habits uh, change in any way towards like uh, the buying uh, aspect of things. So, I mean, yeah, that's definitely a recommendation. Wow. Great insights coming from Siddharth on this podcast. So all the listeners stay tuned. We are going to get more details from Siddharth about his journey, about how he does SEO, how he is getting into digital marketing. So Siddharth, since you're talking about book, why don't you tell us three of your favorite books, uh, uh, preferably in marketing. Otherwise, you can also give me some books which which you like are as fiction as well. Uh, I mean, yeah, honestly, I don't read much of marketing books because I truly believe in like experiences. But uh, I mean, yeah, apart from the one book that I mentioned, I am uh, probably a big reader of uh, like biographies and uh, autobiographies as well, because I believe in like actually listening and reading about true stories and true happenings. So probably the three uh, biographies that I would suggest reading would be one definitely is open. uh, Andre Agassi, like amazing story, amazing insight into his life. Uh, the other uh, biography that I remember reading is on Michael Jordan and I, I mean, I was, I was blown away by the fact that how he himself like followed his, uh, dreams and passion for baseball in the initial days of his career. But then when he couldn't really kind of make any, anything out of it, he chose basketball and that's when he kind of, again, like put in all the hard effort, put in all the hard work and like reached to the stage where he like left the game at 
and the third one would probably be on uh, I, I guess he's one of the best political leaders uh, that people should be knowing about is uh, Lee Kuan Yew. He okay. is also known as the father of uh, Singapore, like almost in the same light as how we look at uh, Mahatma Gandhi in India. So, I mean, yeah, his, his story is again, very uh, inspiring, very uh, kind of uh, insightful into how he went about actually building a country out of nothing. Great, great. So, uh, Siddharth talking about books, which has inspired him a lot of biographies as well as autobiographies about how to learn from not just from business leaders, but also from sports people, because that's, that's where the real learning comes in. I really like when you said that I don't believe in reading uh, marketing books, but I believe in doing. And I think it's, again, it's a very good aspect because you can have a lot of knowledge uh, after reading, but if you don't implement it, it makes no sense. Yeah. Great. So uh, Siddharth, now coming to uh, some of uh, the darker side of, of digital, I think, and I think it, this is a topic which I talk to all my guests who come on this podcast is, uh, uh, I feel everybody who's, who's on digital, it's not that uh, I will have a different persona on digital as compared to when you meet me. So uh, people are more bound to uh, do trolling, they will abuse and they will behave completely different because they see it's, it's, it's a wild, wild west. So what are your views on this? Have you ever faced trolling uh, on your uh, social media and uh, if yes, how have you handled it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess the one probable incident that I can remember of is like after b- watching Black Panther, I kind of uh, created a LinkedIn post about how Black Panther is just like a big budgeted uh, remake of Bahubali. And that kind of really stirred a lot of spots and like people uh, were very opinionated about that and uh, things. But of course, it, it was like my tongue-in-cheek take on what I felt were the similarities between the two stories. Mm. Like, again, like it was about two brothers in uh, up in arms against each other for the throne. Mm. And uh, I mean, like coming from a backstory of like uh, deceit and uh, betrayal and all those aspects. Mm. And then eventually also like putting it down to like characterization of like uh, Katapa compared to the producer of uh, like Black Panther himself and things. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it who was just... Katapa, who was Katapa and Black Panther? Uh, the female who protects uh, Black, Black Panther. Black. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, so, I, I, I basically just drew parallels and I felt like it was a very, uh, what do you say, similar narrative style. Oh. And I mean, yeah, of course, like I, I got some good compliments from people who felt that, I mean, these were amazing observations, oh. but then of course there were people who felt like, okay, like Marvel has a historic uh, history of content and like characterization and things and stuff. And, and I was like, cool. I mean, I, I take your point as well. This oh. was just a tongue in cheek take on like what I felt about watching the movie. Oh. But then yeah, to your point, I mean, yeah, trolling and like, uh, other kind of uh, dark side of uh, social media do exist mm. and probably i mean yeah every medium has its drawbacks mm. but uh, i mean like i mentioned like the implications that you see uh, in the digital field is definitely a lot more realistic and very real time mm. so it i mean yeah it, it becomes tricky when uh, you are dealing with the end consumer and 
they are actually there online to kind of uh, comment or opine on like what you're putting out. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, you have to be very kind of uh, crafty in terms of how you put out messaging. And I mean, yeah, then you just have two choices. Either you stick by it, what you have put out and like embrace the hate or probably if, if it's getting to a point where like, the brand is really facing the heat, mm. you pull out the campaign that you have been running. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think I, this reminds me of one of my stories also way back in college, I think in 2010 and 11, you remember uh, Swati Ravi Chandran. Oh yeah. <laughs> she was one of our uh, batchmates and uh, I think at that point of time, uh, Ranjana's trailer had come. I had not okay. seen the movie and I had put on my, uh, and again, this is not being racist. This was just for fun. I had just put a uh, Facebook status saying that uh, North ke auto wale bhi uh, se zyada handsome hote hai. So <laughs> and this, this was no, uh, there was no racism again about it. And I, and it was not about commenting also about the movie or his acting skills, but uh, uh, people started trolling me on, on uh, Facebook. But I said, I, I, I mean, I said, it's, it's, I'll take it lightly. And mm. uh, I think when I, once I saw the movie, definitely commented on, because obviously I was not exposed to Adhanush acting. I right. never knew how big he is as an actor. And now I understand that maybe I might have heard certain uh, sentiments. And I said, sorry, I think I, once I have seen the movie, I said, I agree. But still, I would say, North ke auto wale bhi se handsome hote. And it's not about, <laughs> it's not about the acting skills. It's about, about the look. So that's, that's. But I think it's it's a part and parcel. Till the time you don't take it to your heart and you don't get depressed, you don't start uh, connecting your real life with your uh, social media or your digital life. Very, very true. And the one instance that uh, this reminds me of is an interview that Nawazuddin Siddiqui had done with uh, Anupama Chopra on Film Companion, where oh. he's going through some of his older work. Hmm. And he basically like says the obvious, right? Like, of course, anybody who is like the casting director looks at me and says like, okay, like you would be like fit for a character role. Like mm-hmm. you are not fit to be a hero. So, but yeah, that's, that's how things are. Like eventually you find your way, like you stick to your guns and probably, yeah, if, if you're talented enough, you make it big. Yeah. And I'm not saying about that looks is the only thing which matters. We have seen multiple good looking actors. You, you pick Zayed Khan, you pick uh, Fardeen Khan. And I remember I was a big fan of Fardeen Khan. So guys who are listening <laughs> to this podcast, please understand that we are not talking about that only good looking people can come into movies. We're just talking about point of view and it, it can, if you, it depends on how you take. In fact, Nawazun Siddiqui is one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Great, great. So uh, I think a lot of college stories also coming out in, in this podca- podcast <laughs> and talking about... Uh, so a lot of people could, Swati, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry for that. So uh, anyway, so let's let's move to the next question, uh, Siddharth. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, Canadian market is, is uh, probably five years ahead of Indian market in digital. But my question to you is, a uh, lot of people say that traditional marketing will die uh, and only digital will work. So what, what do you think... Uh, on this particular comment, uh, on this on this uh, comment, do you think that traditional completely die at, in, in, in few years? 
So again, this is like a very interesting topic for me because uh, I used to keep getting asked the same question uh, with respect to when I was covering, uh, I mean, when I was a journalist. So of course, the first question you get to hear is, uh, why not print? Why digital? And also the same point, like, uh, will newspapers die and digital rule? And similarly, when I was uh, in the media entertainment sector later on, and when there was like a big OTT boom, and of course, there were news of cord cutting coming from the US and stuff, which inspired a lot of talks whether India is heading that way. I, I believe it's it's a time where there is only coexistence that will kind of uh, rule and all brands, all kind of entities out there, unless and until their uh, like final, uh, what do you say, the service or the product that they are giving is only based in one medium, be it traditional or digital in terms of consumption. I guess the media spends also kind of uh, cater to those different uh, kind of verticals. But then personally, I don't ever see a divide between like traditional and digital barring like the formats in, in terms of the creation of the content and the mediums that uh, are kind of reaching the end goal. But uh, again, like always the end goal is always about like communicating the value proposition of the product or service. Mm. And the most important element that is tying all of this together is storytelling. So again, like <laughs> I would just say, like storytelling is the end game for a successful marketing campaign. And mm. that's like period. Right. So I think uh, one, one important point which everybody should take from this conversation and Siddharth is saying storytelling. Storytelling is the craft which, which can go on any platform. It doesn't matter whether you are doing a, a traditional media, whether you're doing print media, you are doing a film, you are doing a digital campaign. It's, it's, so understand that this is all about human to human connection. So you need to, you can connect with somebody only when you're telling a story. So story remains the core of these art and today it is Facebook, today it is TikTok, tomorrow it might be different, but the craft of your stories telling always remains the same. Yep. So uh, moving on, uh, Siddharth, uh, I have uh, one quick question, which is a very, very hypothetical question, which I ask all my guests as well. Is that if I could give you a time machine and if you could go back uh, in, in, in past few years, what all some of the changes or some mistakes which you made, which you would like to change? Uh, I mean, of course, like uh, the, the famous saying that goes, there are either learnings or there are wins. So for me, it's always been about learning. Uh, of course, everybody makes mistakes along the way. Everybody uh, kind of learns from them and kind of uh, ensures that they don't repeat it. But I mean, yeah, that's another thing that my father always used to say, like, you make a mistake, you learn from it. You make the mistake again, then it's a blunder. Because if you're repeating the same mistake again and again, that means you're not taking the learnings. Mm. Uh, but if if I look back and I see like anything, if I would have like changed uh, in terms of where I am today, I, I don't see that happening because I'm, I'm very happy for all the learnings that I've got, uh, all the amazing people that I've worked with, uh, like just the people who've been around me in terms of my growth. Mm. And I mean, yeah, there's, there's nothing that I, I would have uh, thought of changing. Right, right. And so that if I give you the same machine, what, what do you, where do you see yourself in next five years? What, what do you think 
you could do anything, where you will be, what you will be doing in next five years with that time machine. I'm so sure even without the time machine, you'll achieve that. But I'm just giving a hypothetical question to you. Uh, I would still be learning. I'll, I'll still be telling stories. Hmm. And, uh, but then, yeah, like, uh, if, if you talk about like five to 10 years down the line, hmm. I definitely would like to see or kind of be a part of, uh, humanizing a lot of the communication that go, goes out from brands. And, uh, in, in terms of not, uh, like hyper personalization where like you see your name on a website and you like, wow. Okay. Like, how did they do that kind of a thing? Because personally, I find that very creepy. Like I, I am a believer of organic journeys. I'm a believer that uh, the user is intelligent enough to make the right choices that he or she believes is good for them. And uh, so, yeah, when I say about humanizing, it's more about like enabling, facilitating or empowering the brand in terms of having that kind of a connect with the audience. Great, Siddharth. Uh, Siddharth, as we come to the end of our podcast, uh, is there any advice? Uh, is there any tip which you'd like? Because this podcast is also heard by a lot of students who are getting into marketing, plan to get into marketing. Any advice or maybe three tips which you'd like to give it to these guys? Uh, sure, man. Like, I mean, being being a person who has always uh, like relied a lot on learning, and uh, adaptability i would say like uh, the three top things would be to like have a clear passion for learning uh, have the ability to be flexible and adaptable and finally just uh, have the hunger to kind of take up any challenge and just run with it like of course you will fall you will stumble you will have to get up and pick up yourself but eventually you will uh, learn how to run. So, I mean, yeah, that's, it's all about like having the passion for learning, uh, being flexible and adaptable and just uh, loving taking up challenges. Great, Siddharth. Uh, thank you for your time, Siddharth. And thank you for coming to this podcast and uh, telling your stories and uh, how to become a storyteller and what is the importance of storytelling across marketing and communication domain. To all our listeners here, thanks a lot again for coming here, uh, Siddharth. Thank you so much, Abhishek. Appreciate the opportunity. Siddharth, I'm going to stop it now. I'm stopping yeah. the recording. Here.